Welcome to Sales Velocity TV, where we pull back the curtain on how the top businesses in the world sell more with less resistance. Bringing over 50 plus years of combined sales experience and over 100 million in revenue generated, please welcome the hosts of Sales Velocity TV and two incredibly entertaining gentlemen, Andrew Cass and Aaron Parkinson. Hey everybody, welcome back. Andrew, Aaron here for Bulletproof Productivity Secrets today. Veering off path, Aaron, a little bit here. I was jokingly in the beginning of uh, the preparations here. Aaron and I hook up about 30 minutes before the show every Friday and we, you know, we prep, we, 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 we game plan. And I'm like, man, I'm so sick of talking about sales all the time. And he's like, but it's a sales show. <laughs> I'm like, but yeah, but we live this world all day, every single day. Can we veer off once in a while and maybe talk about like some interesting stuff going around the uh, going on around the world the answer is no but what we are going to do today is veer off and talk about something that i think directly ties to making more sales which is productivity and we called this bulletproof productivity secrets today because we're going to share with you two things aaron's top productivity secret and my top productivity secret something we've leaned on as a foundation for many many years and uh, we'll see where it goes from there yeah, uh, and super excited to be here, obviously, every Friday with our watchers and our listeners. And, you know, I feel like with lots of crazy things going on in the world this week, maybe we'll be the uh, the one shining light of, uh, of logic and reason and happiness this week. Well, that said, we do go live every Friday in the Facebook group. If you're, most of you are listeners. So most of you are listening to this on the go somewhere. We get a lot of, we have a lot, we have, Aaron, I don't know how many downloads we have right now, but we have tens of thousands of downloads of the Sales Velocity podcast worldwide, Apple, Google, Stitcher, Amazon, Spotify. So thank you to all of you listeners who love the show. The feedback coming in has been amazing. If you feel like leaving a review, we'd love to hear from you. If you have any ideas for shows, we'd love to hear from you. But you can see us on all the different social platforms. We're on Instagram, YouTube, Facebook, you, wherever, right? It's pretty much everywhere. I don't think we're on Twitter. LinkedIn? I was actually on somebody else's show yesterday being interviewed, and she said that she binge watches our shows all the yeah. time. It's always was, a good uh, sign when you get a binge watcher. Yeah, and gives uh, and was giving us shout out on her show as something to be watching if you want to. And she even quoted us, if you want to make sales with less resistance, which we all want to do, she said. Hey, so. that's the goal, right? That's the goal. So uh, let's show you how to do that by obviously getting yourself in a situation where you're more productive. And it's really difficult to be productive today. I think this, the starting point here, Aaron, is, man, it's never been harder than it is today with all these distractions to be productive. That's the difference between 2022 and I don't even know, 2010, let's say, 2005. I mean, when I came up as a, when I came up as an entrepreneur out of college and then into the internet marketing world, there was no social media. There was no video. There was Google was just becoming a search engine. So you can imagine because of the age that we're at and where, how we came up, how much easier it was to get more done back then, right? So we have a lot of outside forces that we battle with today. And that's really what we want to talk about is how do you how do you deal with it? And that's that's productivity. So I'm going to ask you first mm -hmm. and then you can loop back and ask me and we'll, we'll open up a discussion on both. So what is the number one means of you maintaining a high level of productivity in your world? Uh, I do everything in my power to avoid distractions and the bright side of where we're at in 2022 is that we have created this great thing called the internet. And the idea is to bring 
everybody closer together, families, friends, businesses, countries, you know, is, is to basically build this, this synergy between everybody. And, and I think that's done a phenomenal job of accomplishing that. Education has never been higher, access to education, communication, you know, people posting truth versus, you know, me lying about events. You know, you're getting to see way more boots on the ground. You know, I think there's a lot of positive outcomes that have come from the internet, the connectivity, um, all those things. But with anything positive, there's always a yin to a yang. Mm. And the detriment is that most of us have far too many communication channels that we have access to at any given time. And I remember when I downloaded my first app that had notifications, I thought, this is the coolest thing ever. You know, I'm notified when somebody wants to talk to me, when somebody, <laughs> you know, comments on something when somebody messages me whenever this is this is the single greatest thing ever it's now it's, we now we can't get to the settings fast enough to turn off the notifications. correct right? right if i look at just on my desktop and my phone alone i've got slack i've got zoom i've got skype i've got notifications built into my computer i've got my phone beside me i've got text i've got all the apps that are on my computer on my phone doing notifications. I've got email notifications. I've got all of these things, right? And what it's done is it's increased the speed of access and response, but it's decreased the level of productivity because ultimately it's just, you know, turns you into this ping pong. There you go right there. That, that can't really focus on any one, um, element project, um, client, whatever, because it's just people, it, I told my wife, she said, you know, why do you take so long to respond back to my texts? I said, because I turned all my notifications off on everything a very long time ago. And she said, yeah, but I'm, I'm special. I'm your wife. I said, of course you're special. You're your wife. We've even talked about getting me a separate phone Yep. that only has, she has the only number. So if that phone rings, that's the, that's her. the bat phone, right? It's the bat phone, right? I'll pick it up because I said to her, what you have to understand in my world is every time a notification goes off, all it's saying is I want. Someone needs me. I want, right? It doesn't matter why it's going on. I want your attention on this post. I want your attention on this text. I want your attention on this email. I want, 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 right? It's not what I want. It's what somebody else wants, right? And in order to be productive, I have to be able to have the time and the focus to be able to do something at its deserved highest level. And and, and if someone's just saying, I want, I want, I want, and I'm recognizing it 24 seven, I mean, how many days have you gone through, Andrew, when your notifications are on, or at the end of the day, you think, what did I actually do? Uh, It happens more than I'd like to admit. And I think that's probably the case for everyone listening. Right. So if, if, if you're going into your day and you're ending your day and you didn't have any time to focus on anything that you see as extremely valuable to the progress of your business, other people that you responded to might think you're productive, but you're not productive, right? You're just a, you're just a response machine. You're well, you know, it's proactive mode versus reactive mode. And that's a big piece of what we're going to talk about here today. So the bigger question there is, 
you've identified it. Now, what do you do about it? What are some of the tactics and strategies you have in place to not become, I guess, a ping pong ball in the day running all you run? Uh, well, first off, I just turn off my notifications. Meaning, do you mean so, when you say off, you mean the sounds? Sounds. I mean, I can see your desktop right now. I can see that you have WhatsApp has seven beside it, right? Like there's no numbers. There's no sounds. There's no anything. Yeah, I'm the same because way. I haven't had an I haven't had a, a a sound alert on my phone on my phone for a text message in probably six years. Right. Like, like can you imagine like like just something as little as the beep every time there's a text? Oh like I you know you're gonna look was... at your phone at some point within the next hour. So why do you need to be beeped into into looking at it? I never well, and, could wrap my head around that one. And here's the thing, like I remember when I first started getting texts, it was like an endorphin rush. Bing, oh, somebody wants to talk to me. I, I can't believe that people still actually have a jingle for a text. I, I know that sounds crazy. I'm, we're probably very few that do. I don't know anybody else that does this. People think I'm crazy when I say I don't have any alerting system. The phone rings. I have a ringer for the phone. But there's no possible way that when an eat. How about this one, Aaron? I see people that have, and this is the the the, the audible alerts, text, email, Facebook message, post, Instagram, like, post, TikTok. comment. I'm like, so you get it. And I'm, I'm always fascinated by it. So when I see it happening, I'm like, so you're trying to tell me you get a audio alert that disrupts you, whatever you may be doing, gym, dinner, breakfast, work, to let you, you know that, that you have, the edge? That, to let you know that you have this Somebody's saying person waiting, like you said in the beginning, that, that somebody is getting into your world, alerting you, asking you a question, whatever. I'm blown away by it. I don't have any audible alerts on anything. I even well, blasted I remember, you the other day because I think you had Slack alerts on. I'm like, how dare you? Yeah, it, it was. Was it, it was you? I had turned right before we were doing whatever we we're doing. I had turned Slack on to check and see what was going on, and, and the I alerts came on. It right? off, and it was going doing that little. Yeah, that thing is like, oh man. I anyway, super annoying, right? The one that sends me like the most postal is my wife. Because she'll come into bed later than I do because you know I'm an, I go to bed early and I get up early. Yep. And I'll be in bed maybe, you know, 9 o'clock. Don't even tell me. You know, 10.30, I'm sound asleep. And then I hear, ding. No. And it's a I would text. lose my mind. And I'm like instantly triggered. Like my yeah, heart yeah, rate, yeah, exactly like, what you're trying to avoid. Endorphin, right? like my, 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 my stress levels. Like and I think, how dare you? First off, how dare you text anybody at 10 o'clock at night? Secondly, how dare you have this phone on in the dinging, bed. interrupting my sleep time? Because sleep time is sleep time. Work time is work time. Project is product no, time. Workout time is workout time. Do you know how many people I see looking at their stuff on their phone while they're working out? It's, it's, and I'm like, it's, what are you It's doing? pitiful, man. It's pitiful. What are you doing? You're, it's workout time. But, he, but let's talk about what, what, what happens as a result of that, the good and the bad. So the, the bad first is that your mind keeps getting fragmented. So you're on something, you might have a great thought about an idea for your business. And then all of a sudden that distraction takes you out of that creative mindset and right. you're out. You would have to somehow re-engineer that mindset. Very difficult to do. The, yep. the upside of it is, so that's the bad. I guess there is no good, right? What, what, what am I saying here? There's really no good. Well, I mean, the good I'll is. You, I'll tell you what people think is the good. The perception. Especially when it comes to business. People think that responding quickly is good customer service. Now, 
I would agree with you partially, okay? When somebody is inquiring about an order, an issue with their business or with their product, you know, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Having a good customer service team there who is responding quickly is great for user experience. But if you're in a position in the business where you have to be the boss or the creator or the project leader or whatever. The responder. Are you the responder to everything? I hope not. All of those things is a distraction to the highest income producing activities that you could have, which often come down to promotion, sales, product creation, right? So you being accessible to those things going off all day is horrible. And how you adjust is you turn off all of those notifications and you schedule in your calendar when you're gonna review them throughout the day. Maybe it's first thing in the morning to get them off your plate. Maybe you're super creative in the morning so you don't wanna disrupt that flow. Maybe it's noon. Maybe it's the last thing of the day. Maybe it's twice a day. Maybe it's 12 to one and four to five, you know? And putting an autoresponder or something that says, hey, I checked these from this time to this time so that everybody feels like, oh, okay, you know, this isn't a personal thing is a nice touch, right? But also what happens over time, and this is something that a lot of people just don't grasp, is that you are constantly training the people that you communicate with into a pattern. Mm, Good point. So... Let's just say you bring a new client on and you tell the client, I'm going to outbound you communication Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. And they say, okay, great. And you say, um, if you inbound a communication, we'll respond within 24 hours. They say, okay, great. So they know the game. They know the parameters. Expectations have been set, right? Expectations have been set. And then all of a sudden they post something and you respond back in five minutes. They're like, oh, this is excellent. I got a response in five minutes. They send another one. You respond in five minutes. Oh, this is great. They send another one, you respond in 24 hours. Does their mind revert back to the expectations that were set? Or does their mind revert to how come they're ignoring me now? Because I didn't get my response in five minutes. Mm-hmm. Setting a bad so precedent. now you're actually training the people around you, your staff, your customers, your vendors, whatever it is that you will respond in five minutes. And then anything outside of that now becomes a disappointment versus if you had just stuck to the expectations that you you set from the beginning. One of my clients, one of my favorite clients, um, last week said, I'd like to have our own private Slack channel, right? And we do everything inside of Basecamp. And I said, why? And he said, because I don't like Basecamp. And I said, yeah, but all of our SOPs and recording is done inside of Basecamp. So we'd be going outside of our SOPs. He said, yeah, but I'm, I'm special, I want that. And I said, great, it's $10,000 a month. Said you're gonna charge me ten thousand dollars a month to have a Slack channel? Yeah, because I know that things are gonna get dropped. You know, balls are gonna get, you know, targets are gonna get missed. Communication is gonna get fragmented, and now you've just opened an access port to say I want, I want, I want, I want. That's outside of our normal parameters. So ten thousand dollars a month if you want to do that. And he laughed and said, Well, I would never pay ten thousand dollars a month for my own Slack. I said, Great. Then we're on the same page. Like, let's just stick with what's working, right? If you don't yeah, like when you start making it's a good point. When you start it. making when you start doing preferential treatment, it's a slippery slope. 
Oh man, I had a team member sense. last week. You 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 know who I'm referring to. Say, hey, Andrew, would it be okay if I skipped our total company team call every Tuesday so I can get more work done? I said, absolutely not. What, you know, my thought was, what makes you so special? Everybody wants to get more work done. It's once a week. right? So just the fact that that was even asked, there was no hesitation for me to say, absolutely not. A team call is a team call. You're part of the team. Right. That and, was it. And, now, and if, I, if I let Pandora's box be opened, you know what would happen, right? Somebody well, else would have asked, would have like, got out, would have created time. a bad precedence, would have been a slippery slope, and it just, it just, it just failed leadership. Right, and I get people all the time saying, "Hey, can you join me on this conversation? It's on Discord, it's on WhatsApp, it's on this, it's on that." There's another one that I just heard of the other day, and I said to him, "I'm not adding another single communication yeah, channel to my life if if it depends on it." Good point. The last thing I need is another communication. I'm trying to eliminate the communication channels, not add more, more notifications, more right. places to look, more right. missed messages, more, 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 more. More is not better. So I think the big lesson there is if you're doing client work, which my guess is everybody has customers and clients on this, on listening to our podcast, obviously, right? Now you may or may not deal with them directly, but at some point you deal with them directly, but then at a different point, you might have a team or a member services division deal with them. And I think the big takeaway here on distraction is not only do you need to keep yourself free of distraction, but you need to keep your team at a high level of productivity and them free of distraction as well. And the way you do that, like you said, Aaron, is you set up very clear parameters. This is the way we communicate for support issues. This is the way we communicate with client work. This is the system we use for it. And it's you, you just don't deviate because you feel like you need to do what the client or the customer or the member says, that is, you're sort of transferring weakness and transferring control of the conversation. And I don't mean that in a, in a, you know, in a, in a, in an overpowering kind of way. I mean control in a way where it's your business and your process. And in order for you to be effective and productive, you need to make sure your clients and members and customers adhere to your process. Because if you keep making exceptions along the way. You're distracting you and your team and your process. And when you do that, things it's tend exactly. to unfold and unwind pretty quickly. And we see that quite a bit. So, But a lot of times it's unconscious, right? So I would say the takeaway here on this first little productivity secret is you got to like follow yourself for a week and track all the different methods. It's almost like <laughs> I told a client the other day, I don't want you to make a to-do list next week. I want you, I want you to make an I, an I hate to-do list next week. I want you to list all the things you hate to do because he was I was trying to get him to hire a VA. So I wanted him to see all the crap he does that he could hand off. But same concept. Why don't you make a list of all the distractions and all the different ways you get pulled and figure out how can I taper that down or systemize that so that I can keep my energy and my creativity in one bucket and so that it doesn't get fragmented and pulled in different directions. And you will see that you get more done in less time. What took you four hours might take you two. That's the big efficiency play here. What took you an eight-hour day might take you a two-hour day when you have this kind of clarity around productivity. Yeah, you, you have to define what you're going to do, then when you're going to do it, and how you're not going to be interrupted to have valuable, real, actual work right. time. And you need to compartmentalize it and you need to communicate it to everybody so they're aware that this is how the process works and so nobody feels offended and, and you need to make sure that you hold to it or you'll get – it happens to me on occasion. I just get sucked right back in. Yeah, it's easy to do. Hole. It's easy to do. 
And it's it's not good. No. And it can happen to anybody. By the way, we're we're all guilty of the same thing. We all face the same amount of tech and distraction and fragmented attention today. And listen, as marketers, really the focus of our show is when you're marketing yourself, your product, your service, you are in distraction mode all the time. I mean, you have to rip through all the noise just to get attention today. So there's not only distraction in the day-to-day, but there's even more distraction in the world of marketing, right? How do you get noticed? Different conversation for a different day, but this affects everybody from all different aspects of business. And you know, this is always a foundational concept for me is if you can get this down, if you can figure out a way to get noticed in marketing, get through the distraction, right? You win. If you can figure out a way to get a hold of distractions in the way you produce throughout the day and get your team to produce, you win. Those are the two, right? Can I eliminate distractions because I'm so good at marketing? Can I eliminate distractions in my day so that I can get the most out of me and my team? That's the ticket. That's the gold key right there. Yeah, what you said there was actually quite smart and it made me think the goal of your business should be on one half to figure out how to distract as many people as possible. <laughs> yes. That's marketing. That's a good point. And on the other side, how to eliminate distractions as much as possible because that's productivity. So you know what that is? It's playing offense and defense. It's like right. a good old football team. You're an offensive coordinator and you're a defensive coordinator. How do you play both to win the game? You have to. You can't win only on offense and you can't win only on defense. Agreed. All right, let's flip it to me. His was distraction. Mine is a technique that I call batching, right? So the question or the theme earlier when we started was, Aaron, what's your top, you know, your top productivity secret? And there's a lot. There's I mean, lots. Let's, let's be clear. There's lots of ways to increase productivity. But these what are, are just, the, these are the foundations for us. For Aaron's us. is distraction, yeah. getting a hold of that. I totally agree, right? That's mine too. But yeah. another one I want to share, which I've shared in shows past is a, is a technique called batching, meaning we talked about attention being fragmented, but now we're going to talk about your tasks and your responsibilities being fragmented. Meaning if you are running a company or maybe you're a sales professional and you're running prospecting and doing meetings and doing Zooms, whatever, doing webinars, you have a lot of things to do throughout the day and the week. And if you bounce around and do one thing here and then and, and then you get distracted and you do another thing over here and you don't have set chunks of time, whether it be a morning and an afternoon or a full day to do one thing that you're good at, such as, let's use an example of, let's say in your business, you need to produce a lot of videos for social media content, for marketing, for promotion. You're not going to like do a video here and then jump over here and answer emails and then go to lunch and then come back and run the team and then loop back to the videos, right? You see where I'm going with this? It's fragmented responsibilities throughout the day. This concept called batching, which I learned early on, is you box yourself in to a window where you only do that thing. So as an example, maybe from nine to 11 in the morning, you box yourself in to shoot these videos. Maybe from 12 to one, you box yourself in, you schedule it to just respond to your emails. Then maybe from three to five in the afternoon, you might be delivering a training. You might be doing some prospecting. You might be doing some cold outreach. You might be following up, but you don't go back and forth throughout the day because it's the same concept of, you allowing yourself to be alerted and bothered throughout the day. In Aaron's example, now this applies to the offense. That was defense. This is offense, right? This now applies to offense. Go into a window, razor sharp focused only on that one thing, and you will be infinitely more productive and you won't feel like you're missing out on something or you need to go respond to something or you need to get pulled. So it really just comes down to, to, to batching the activities and at the end of the day, scheduling them. 
right? Just locking in time. I mean, good old fashioned time blocking is batching. Even if, even if for personal activities, Aaron, I usually like once a month, I'll take like a whole morning off to get a lot of shit done that I know I just mean to do, but wouldn't do. Like you got to just get some stuff done for yourself, right? So I might take like from nine to one, right? On a certain day of the month, just to go do something for me. Might need to get a haircut. Might need to go shopping for something. Might need to go get a massage, right? Like all boxed into one area. Not like smack in the middle of the day where it disrupts me from doing my most important revenue producing work, but planned out and boxed in, batched into an area where I feel good about it and don't feel like I'm stressed about it because I stuck it in in the middle of an important day where I had meetings or I had presentations to do. You see where I'm going with this? We, we, we tend to just stick things everywhere and bounce back and forth in and out of productivity and in and out of proactive and reactive mode. And if you can get a handle on that and start to really zone in on those blocks of time, boy, it becomes a whole different ballgame and way less stressful. Yeah. And the key word there is stress, right? Um, Warren Buffett, uh, when he was asked what makes him so successful is he said, I do my best to keep my stress levels at a minimum. It's a very simple guy. It, it, it got, it, it got him to 94 still working as effective as ever. I'll tell you that much, right? Exactly. Is that how he old he is? 92? That is, to, is to keeping his stress level minimal. So when you allow yourself to get ping-ponged with yeah. all the distractions and, and when you choose not to batch your stuff and know exactly like this is my project for this time, then this is my project for this time, and this is my project for this time. What ends up happening, and I'm sure you've gone through it, Andrew, because I go through it in waves depending on how diligent I am on this, your cortisol level goes through the roof. You always feel like your shoulders are in your ears because it's almost like you're just getting hit with like fire, 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 and you don't really know what you're supposed to focus on next. So then you don't really know if you're doing a good job. So you don't really know if you're going to hit your goals. So you don't really know if you're going to be productive that day. You see, it, it, it just creates this huge amount of anxiety. Yes, it does. Anxiety is the word. In your system. That's right. Right? Versus if you're like, I'm off the grid. I'm going to do this, this day, this, this day, this, this day. Then you're checking boxes. You know, Tony Robbins says, you know, humans, they're, they're, they're wired for progress, right? Yes. Think about every time you check a box, how good you feel Great. about it. And if you're checking a box on something that really you feel matters to you in the growth of your business versus just respond, 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 you know, your anxiety levels go down yep. tremendously. And that's something we're, we all battle with today. Stress mm -hmm. and anxiety are at the root of all of this. I'll give you an example, Aaron. So I, I, you know, I'm running a company all day, every day, and I don't have as many of those creativity blocks that I used to have when I wasn't. That's one of the things I miss. That's, that's what I miss most about being like the true on your own entrepreneur with a small team doing your own thing, right? So what I do oftentimes, which I'm doing tomorrow, so today's a Friday, we're recording the show. So I will be in my office tomorrow for at least two to three hours with zero distractions. I look around the office, there will be no one here. I will have zero distractions and I will finish up a funnel that I'm working on, which is a high revenue producing activity. It will be a funnel, it will be a marketing campaign, 
all loose ends will be done. I keep getting pulled away. Same problem, right? I keep getting pulled away during the week because I'm running a company and people and dealing with doing deals and whatnot, which is all great. But where do you find that window? Sometimes it's the weekend. Sometimes it's early in the morning. Sometimes it's late at night. Because if you don't get that high revenue producing activity in play, then you're just going to be in reactive mode and dealing with what is and not really growing what could be. And that's problematic. So that for me, I love my Saturdays here and there where I'm just going to lock in, zone in and do the creativity work that I enjoy doing without distractions and being pulled in a million different directions. You got to find that environment for you, right? Maybe it's a nighttime thing, right? I can tell you as an example, I, uh, you know, I'm a big fan of Dave Asprey, who's interestingly the bulletproof guy. We called this bulletproof productivity secrets today, but no, no, just by coincidence. And um, he's written four best-selling books on biohacking. And he, he, he explains in his podcast, the only way I get those books done is I do my best writing from 11 p.m. to 1 a.m. when everybody's out of the way. My wife's asleep. Kids went to bed two hours early. I have written bestseller after bestseller after bestseller from 11 p.m. to 1 a.m. That's his window, right? I've seen others where it's 5 a.m. to 7, right? Some people work yep. out in the afternoon, some work out in the morning, right? So where, where does it make sense to get yourself strong physically, which is an important piece of the puzzle, by the way. And then where does it make sense for you to get your highest revenue producing productivity work done? What environment is that morning, night, weekend? Because if you don't do that piece, you're not growing the business because at some point you're the, you're, you know, you're the Walt Disney of the business. My guess is if you're listening at some point, if you, if you don't keep creating new campaigns, in putting out new promotions, in marketing the business in new and different ways. Guess what's going to happen to the business? Looping back to the reason for the show, right? I mean, how do you get in front of more people and sell more with less resistance? Well, that's going to come back to marketing. So these productivity secrets, we only talked about two today. They tie directly to the performance of the business. Yeah, and, and it's it's a battle. Like, it's important Oh, it's to, a battle. You know, it's, an, it's important to make people aware that we all struggle with it, yep. you know, because there's this feeling of um, fear of if I'm not tapped in 24 seven, I might miss something, That's, right? Yep. But I can almost guarantee you if you are tapped in 24 seven, you're going to miss the mark in growing your business. Agreed. Totally agree. So unplugging is key. Batching is key. And the only way you're going to get a hold of distractions is if, like I said, the, the, the takeaway here is if you really keenly observe your behavior for a week, you yeah. don't even realize you're doing most of these things. And this is human nature, by the way, this isn't a slight or a shot at anybody. I challenge you, we'll, we'll, we'll wrap it here, a short one today, follow yourself around. I know that sounds crazy for a week and just look at all the different ways people can get to you and distract you and figure out. How do I slow that down, tame that down, or better, how do I hire personnel to be a buffer between me and the public, the clients, the members, the customer service? It will liberate you, and most importantly, it will eliminate stress and anxiety, and at the end of the day, if you have less stress and less anxiety, boy, oh boy, your productivity will go through the roof, more in less time, without a doubt. Agreed. I'm going to wrap it there, buddy. Anything else you want to add? No, I think that... Two, two valuable things that people can take away is probably more than enough for them to analyze where they're at and start to put some things in place to make it more fun, make it easier, and make it more productive. Make it less stressful. 
Yeah. Make it make it have less anxiety. Make it so you enjoy it more and can grow it bigger. That's yep. the key here. So we're going to loop back to these productivity secrets periodically. We often do. And uh, we'll see you guys on the next episode. All past episodes of Sales Velocity TV and radio and all links of where you can listen are at salesvelocitytv.com. I'm Andrew. That's Aaron. See you on the next one. We hope you enjoyed this episode. Sales Velocity TV is powered by Pipeline Pro, the ultimate all-in-one sales pipeline management and marketing automation platform that makes all others obsolete. And we can prove it. Take a tour at gopipelinepro.com. See you on the next episode.